Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are going to do an April energy update. Super excited about this. I love the month of April extra because it's my birthday month. So yay, my birthday is, or my first birthday rather, my first (laughs) for celebrating both is April 6th. And you know what's so cool is I have actually quite a few clients with my exact same birthday which is always funny because they always tell me like whenever I'm talking about things on the podcast or YouTube that are related to my chart, they're like, I can just listen to you and it applies exactly. I don't even have to figure it out for myself. So isn't that fun? Anyway, April, Aries energy. Here we are. I feel like these these monthly energy updates happen so quickly in March for me was so fast. I was gone quite a bit. I I might actually record an update episode that might have gone out before this or might be after. So I don't know what I'm repeating, but I was in Joshua Tree for a bit and then that was super fun. We stayed at the Invisible House. It was amazing. And then I went away, quote unquote. I went to my Vortex to work on my next book that's going to be released and I'm super excited about that. So I have just been really in that like stuck in that and it just feels like the days have been going by really really quickly the month went by really quickly for me let's talk about protein bars because most of them are total crap and I used to be somebody who would never eat any type of bar and then life started happening things are picking up and I am on the go a lot and honestly I'm not as good about like meal prepping and things like that as I used to be just being honest and so in the last few years I eat a lot more bars it's so hard to find a clean bar that well is clean tastes good and doesn't give me gut issues I am obsessed with the paleo valley superfood bars I eat these all the time they taste delicious I actually crave them and they are super clean most food bars on the market have like very little nutrients if any paleo valley superfood bars are made with the highest quality nutrient dense antioxidant rich organic superfoods they can find you get eight or more of the world's most powerful superfoods in each delicious bite. They use 100% grass-fed bone broth protein. Bone broth is rich in collagen, which is the most abundant protein in the body and is found in bones, muscles, skin, blood vessels, tendons, and the digestive system. Traditional diets included a lot more collagen than we have in our diets today, which is why I think it's so important to actively add in more collagen into our diets. But you have to be really careful with sourcing when it comes to collagen. Paleo Valley's bone broth protein is sourced from healthy grass-fed cows raised on pesticide-free grass pastures. They're never fed GMO grains or any grains at all. There's no gluten, grain, soy, or added sugar. No, quote, natural flavors, which we all know are super sketchy. And they taste good. I just love that I can eat this when I'm on the go. They taste delicious. They like taste like candy, but they are low carb, made from whole foods. They don't have any of those artificial ingredients. They're actually good for you and they don't upset my stomach. They have five flavors out right now. Red velvet, lemon meringue, dark chocolate chip, apple cinnamon, and the beloved pumpkin spice. My most eaten ones are lemon meringue and red velvet. They are so good. So if you're looking for a clean, healthy bar, you're looking for an extra way to add in some collagen into your diet, definitely check these out. I always have a few in all of my bags. I am obsessed. Find them at paleovalley.com and use my code Christina15 for 15% off. You honestly can't go wrong. I love all of the flavors. And while you're there, you guys know I use literally all of Paleo Valley's products. Super clean, all whole foods based and their supplements actually work because they are the highest quality. They're vitamin C, they're bone broth protein. You literally can't go wrong. So again, that's paleovalley.com, P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com and my code Christina15, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, 15 will get you 15% off. So April, numerology, let's start there. And just in case this is your first energy update, Welcome. I am consciously channeling these. So I've already called in the guides are all around. You know, I connect in, check in before I jump on and I'm repeating what I'm seeing and hearing as well as providing some little Christina tidbits that I pop in there. And Christina tidbit, let's start with numerology because I think it's nice to just anchor into that. As you guys know, I like to plan my entire year around my personal months. 
So I think it's really helpful to map out your personal months for the year. Just lean into the energy. I have found that works really well for me. So April's going to be a three month, which is really great for creativity and and self-expression and being social, which is great because I'm actually going to London for a few weeks and I'm going to be very social and it's going to be really fun. I've got a lot of social things happening at the beginning of April. So if you want to learn how to do that, I highly recommend the year ahead planning workshop I did in the channel collective. We walk through this step by step, even though it's not January, that is a workshop that I recommend for any time. Anytime you just need to like sit down and kind of replan out your year, anchor into the energy. It's just really helpful to go back to that workshop. It take you through the exact process I use for quote year ahead visioning, but you know, you could do that whenever you want. I also have a quick video on my Instagram where I explain how to figure out your personal month cycle. So you have what's going on for you personally in terms of numerology each month and then you also have what's going on for the collective and we are going to feel both of those energies if you have a double number you're going to feel that extra intense I was just talking to some friends who you know they were in a seven month in a seven year personally and a seven year as a collective so as a collective we are in year seven lots of spiritual awakening and spiritual activations gifts turning online lots of interesting rearranging and that's what's cool is Throughout the year, as we see the energies of each month shining through, it's really going to be from this angle of how is this supporting, awakening, ascension, gifts turning on, getting us on track with mission. That's really what this whole year is about. And I know I have been feeling hit pretty hard by that. I know I have been going through a really intense, yet another death and rebirth cycle. I don't think it helps that I'm living on my Pluto line in my astrocartography, but I did that to myself. So <laughs> going through yet another death and rebirth that has been really intensive. If you've been feeling a lot of exhaustion, you are not alone. There's a lot of stuff purging out and there's a lot that's gotta that's gotta go for us to step into the new energy. I'll probably come back to that. But we are in what is it, four plus seven, two, a two month. So a collective two month in April. Twos are about balance, about harmony. So thinking about balance in your life. If you have been hitting it hard in one area of your life, you know, you're working a lot or maybe you've been super social or you've been exercising a lot or I don't know, whatever it is, you've been super creative. Think about how can I bring more balance into my life? So maybe this is me learning to take better care of myself. Maybe I'm always giving to other people. Maybe it's I've been super social and I actually need to like, turn inward more or I need to uh, you know maybe I've been working a lot and maybe it's time for me to have more fun and be more social think about how you can create balance in your life taking care of ourselves we're going to go back to that energy of hermiting it's going to be really supportive for us this year and having practices in our daily lives to create that balance so what are the routines that we can implement to support us with balance and harmony I know the big way this is coming up and for me uh, and just the collective is through our daily spiritual practices. This is why I have the channel collective membership because we map it out for you every single day and it really makes a huge difference in how you feel every single day. Naturally helps to open up your intuition, manifest all the fun stuff. It's through those daily practices. So how can we create some balance in our lives, but also partnership? So the two is the the we, it's the collaborative energy. Two months can be great months to meet romantic partners. If you're manifesting a romantic partner, it can be great for manifesting a business collaboration or a business partnership. Uh, you know, that can show up in different ways besides business and romantic. I just thought I'd put that out there. In terms of romantic relationships, it's usually the, the two and the six month are the strongest energies for that. Doesn't mean you can't manifest partners in other months. Just saying. The energy is ripe for it, you know, but this could also look like friendship as well. And as we're being realigned with soul family, I really feel like, you know, this month is going to be the month where you we're just going into moving past numerology. Segwaying. Uh this month for April is going to be really about how do I come back into harmony with myself? There's a lot of heart chakra centered energy it's very green it's very it's very green but it's very multicolored I'll get back to that in a second but 
allowing people and opportunities to come into your life that are going to show you what it actually looks like to feel supported. So this energy of actually being supported, being seen. I like that better because yes, it's support. It's wow, I just manifested that deal or this person's really there for me, but we're moving beyond that, you know, and, and the thing around the topic of support that I think is really interesting is, and I have played with this a lot too. So I have, you know, I like when the guides talk about this, we'll see what just, what pops out of my mouth here. But (laughs) when we think about the energy of support, a lot of times that implies that we're struggling with something like I'm struggling with something so I need support around this and then what happens is when we feel like well I want to be supported more we can unintentionally manifest things that we need support around or feel like feel like we need to be supported in some way like make up problems you know and I've had this conversation with certain people in my life where they're like you don't let me support you and I'm like well I don't really have any uh like problems to talk about at this time. You know, if I, if I do, I will happily talk about it. So I think it's around instead of like being supported, if it has that energy to it, which we get to break that apart, we can be supported by other people in our successes in in celebrating in exploration, in creativity, right? Think about the energy of support. And I think it's really important to consciously acknowledge that it does not require us to have a problem or to be struggling in any way. And when you recognize that and you see, oh, I can be supported, I get to be supported in celebration in exploration and uncovering and learning more about myself, just support it. And what does that really feel like? And a lot of people I feel maybe, maybe ask yourself, can you think of examples of that in your life of where I'm supported and it's not through a problem, right? This is where a lot of us have related to each other from this space of like codependency and trauma bonding. And this is a huge theme, like bigger than just this month, as I've talked about a lot in my next few books are actually around this. We have to learn how to relate to each other a very fundamentally different way and we can't just feel connected to people or relate to each other because we bond over struggles or I've been through this hard thing and you have too so now we can relate and now I really see you and understand you that can't be the only thing that bonds us or allows us to to see each other because do you see the frequency underneath that right can we support each other and see each other and relate to each other without there needing to be issues or problems or or struggles that's really important but when we think about this month, this this two energy is allowing in examples of of just receiving. Receiving support without you needing to ask for it. Receiving, it, it's like this energy of, I just manifested this deal I wanted. I manifested this business deal that I wanted. This person just dropped in this opportunity for me to make money and I don't even really need to work for it. I don't even know where that came from. Can you allow the energy of collaboration and partnership into your life? And so this is going to be a really helpful time to look at what are my wounds around partnership? Do I expect people to let me down? Do I have a belief that if I don't do it myself, it's not going to get done at all or it's not going to get done correctly? Do I feel like if I let people in, they always hurt me? Do I feel like if I let people know where I'm struggling, they use it against me? What are my limiting beliefs and my wounds when it comes to collaboration? And think about that in your career, in your friendships, in your romantic partnerships? What am I already expecting there? What do I think comes with it? And where are the places where I push away that support or I push away collaboration? And I'd, I would rather do it just myself. Now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to do things yourself, but ask yourself, do I want to do things myself because I genuinely just want to do it myself Or would it feel nice and expansive and supportive to have collaboration here, to have someone else adding to this project, whatever it is, equally? But I don't, I'm saying no, I'd rather do it alone because I think that there are things that come with it. Maybe it's that strings, strings are attached, you know, then I owe you. That's a huge one that we have to unravel. We need to start to unravel our relationship with giving and receiving Every time you give, do you expect somebody to give back to you, right? Are we still living in an owing energy? All this is going to come to the surface. But where am I saying I want to do it myself or I'd rather do it myself? 
not because I actually would rather do it myself, but because I don't want to deal with someone doing it incorrectly, me getting hurt, me me getting backstabbed or let down or whatever, whatever it is in whatever context, right? Can I allow myself to admit where it would feel really nice to, to be supported and to have somebody else join in (laughs) with me, right? What's really available though, they just keep coming back to this energy of being seen, that feeling of somebody, maybe you're expressing something or saying something and you realize the person across from you actually just gets it. And suddenly you have this comparison point (laughs) compared to other people in your life or other people at work or other people in whatever context where you feel like you have to over-explain yourself or you feel like you have to justify. You feel like you have to convince. You feel like you have to help them really understand and it feels like effort versus actually being seen. This is a really valuable thing is to take some time and journal on the times in your life that stand out to you when you felt really seen. Who are the people in your life who have made you feel really seen? And also think about the context there because the piece that's important to remember is that for us to be truly seen, we have to show ourselves. So when you journal about those experiences, it's not just that, oh, that person has the capacity to see me. That's part of it. But the other piece is, in that scenario, did you open yourself up to be seen? What did you share? How did you open up your energy field? Versus in other areas, do you push other people out? And that's not bad or wrong in all contexts, right? Not everybody deserves our energy to be open. There are certain times when closing off your energy is going to be really, you know, helpful. But in general, how can I actually let people in? And so this month is about, it, it feels like a really, it's a really loving energy of I'm realizing these wounds I had, these fears I had, these expectations I had around relationships, around friendships, around Romantic partnerships, business, colleagues, partners, whatever it is, because I'm having this experience that is totally different and I'm seeing what else is possible. And so through that contrast, I'm like, oh shit, I didn't even realize I was doing this because suddenly in this really safe container where I'm feeling seen, where I'm feeling supported, where this person isn't tugging on my energy, where this person gets it, where this person is fully responsible <laughs> for themselves, I, I feel open and I'm, I, I want to invite them into this and I, I want them to help me with this. And through the different experience, that's how we're recognizing what maybe we were used to before. And those are going to be really, really important lessons for us to learn because it allows us to get clearer in terms of what we're actually manifesting in, right? Because this is the problem with getting too specific with what you manifest. Often when you're really specific with what you manifest, you are choosing based on the possibilities that you know that you've experienced, but there are all kinds of things that we haven't experienced that are even better. (laughs) And so can we allow those in, right? Like you might be, this comes up in romantic partnerships all the time. Like people come in and they're describing, you know, what they're looking for in a relationship and the guides are like, or even in business, right? Under asking, under asking, are you trying to manifest what you think you can get? Are you trying to manifest what you really want? Because they're different. (laughs) And so allowing people to show you different examples of what is possible and that you're actually not asking for for too much, that's something they really want you to know is that you're not asking for too much. Or you're telling yourself, maybe I should ask for less, maybe my expectations are too high. No. No, because where your expectations, wherever they're anchored into vibrationally, there's going to be someone else where that frequency point feels really good for them and they're naturally there, <laughs> right? But if you if you have a certain frequency point that you're anchored into that you like to show up at and you want someone to meet you at and other people aren't at that same 
space vibrationally. They can't hit that point. They're not hitting that point. They're on a different point on the graph. Then you're going to think, is this point just too high? (laughs) I like the rainbow example, right? If they're all just different colors on the rainbow, it's not that the color is wrong or it's too high a point. It's just a different color on the rainbow. So you just have to find somebody who's also at that color on the rainbow and all the colors on the rainbow are great. See what I'm saying? So that is interesting. But I want to go back to the the color piece because I usually share when I first open up into the month what colors come through. And it's really interesting because at first uh, it was it was very like fiery. Reds, oranges, some yellows, but like that. And then it literally transitioned into green and it was prominently green. And they started showing me like a trail of blue and purple. And I was like, okay, so it's a whole rainbow. Think about that for April, the full spectrum, seeing it all, being it all. And there's a softness, this this heart centered energy of I'm really getting in tune with myself. And by getting in tune with myself and fully expressing myself, the full spectrum, my full expression. Now that's where I can actually without trying, manifest in those super aligned collaborations, partnerships, and relationships. You see that? It, it starts with yourself. And so through that whole rainbow of yourself, prominently green, prominently I'm tuning into the portal of my heart. And I'm asking myself, what do I really want? Who do I really want to be? Am I living my fullest expression? Am I living as the real me showing all the different sides of me. I'm not limited to being one thing. I'm multidimensional. Am I getting to know all of myself and expressing that or not? And just this question keeps coming up of like, am I really happy? Or am I just eh? What in my life is just eh? And if it's just eh, then am I surprised I'm not super ecstatic every day? What would it look like to make my life feel so blissful, (laughs) feel so incredible, feel so exciting? Because you have to create that. That doesn't just happen. And what's really important for you to look at this month, and there's an opportunity to shake this out. So what this is, is this energy of being stuck on the hamster wheel. Like, where are you stuck on a hamster wheel? You're in the same routine. You're doing the same things. What are you prioritizing in your daily life? We have to look there. What am I putting attention toward? What am I putting energy toward? What am I prioritizing? If I want the energy in my life to shift or if I want to manifest something different in, I have to prioritize different things. I can't just keep prioritizing the same things and I'm going to have to switch up my routine. And for some of you, it's going to be this, rude awakening of oh shit (laughs) like that's right I'm wanting something different but I keep doing the same stuff and I'm hoping that keeping the container the same like some some new energy is going to flow in I got to shake up the container right so how can you create an energy shift in your life do things in a different order go to a different place like movement hanging out with different people making more asks making asks this month will be really supportive for you these can be little things. Hey, do you have a recommendation for this? Hey, where was that place you said you went to for dinner that was really great? Hey, have you ever heard of this? And and asks There's an explore There's an energy of exploration here. Who has energetically invited you to engage more? So if you're like what what the hell is she saying? <laughs> This doesn't mean, you know, I asked you to hang out with me next Tuesday, but maybe I've made it clear through my energy that I would like to hang out with you. Who has opened up that energetic door who you maybe you haven't walked into that door yet? You haven't explored them as a friend or whatever it is that is popping up for you or that will pop up for you this month because it will be made obvious that maybe this is the month to grab dinner or grab coffee. It feels like someone maybe like you just like put aside, weren't expecting. 
I feel like people are going to kind of, it's, I don't want to say, it's not coming out of the woodwork because it makes me feel like, that makes me feel like, you know, it was your fifth grade crush who hasn't talked to you in a million years and suddenly is coming out of the woodwork. No, no, no. It feels like somebody who's been in the periphery uh, and you, you either already know them a bit or maybe you, you don't know them, but they're like in the periphery. Uh, they're like in the network and you just haven't really explored it. You've been busy with other things and they're going to pop up in your mind a lot or there's going to be an opportunity and you're going to know like energetically vibrationally. I know this person would want to chat a little bit more. There's an opportunity there. So I would, I would follow that. I would, you know, see if they're available and if it's aligned, (laughs) it's aligned, but there's got to be a shakeup in, in, in relationships this month. The routines and habits you're in your relationships are actually blocking you more than you might realize. So it's like, I always hang out with my friends these days and we always do the same things. Like that is keeping your frequency stuck exploring different types of people, uh, different types of experiences and staying open to this. I really, I really want to bring this up because (laughs) it's not, it's not going to do its job if you're going into new settings, but you are staying closed in the process. Like it's like, yeah, I showed up here. It's like going to, I don't know, like going to preschool and you're like hate it and you're not talking to anybody uh (laughs) that kind of thing I don't know why I said preschool probably because that was me when I was in preschool sometimes (laughs) preschool feels as close to me as senior year of college I'll tell you that that's how my my memory works in case you wanted to know it's not enough to show up in a new setting or with a new group and just like be quiet or not say anything. You have to actually open yourself up to that experience and express in that experience, you know? So it's sort of like, you know, maybe you go to a healing, a group healing and you're just being like really closed off. You're not even sharing with the group where you go to a friend's birthday party and maybe there are new people there and you're just only talking to the one friend, you know, you're not trying to be friendly, like, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. The guides are just saying, like, if you want to actually break open the energy a bit to manifest more things in and to manifest in more opportunities, you've got to be in the energy of, I'm open to new people, to new experiences, to support. And we have to take action and alignment with that to show we really mean it. You can't just say it. And a lot of people are wanting more support. They're wanting help. They're wanting to be seen. They're wanting something different, but they're not willing to get in the energy of different. So you're sending a mixed signal and... uh, the universe is like, what are you saying? Right? So the energy is not going to move directly. So how can you be really, really clear? If you're saying you want, you want something new, if you want the energy to shift, you've got to show up differently in new settings, open yourself up to getting to know different people and to getting to know different parts of yourself. That's the thing. When we put ourselves in new situations, when we spend time with different people, we get to know new parts of ourselves because through that connection vibrationally, it's bringing out something different within us, right? So my frequency combined with person A, their frequency, that's going to create space for certain aspects of me, Christina, to be really highlighted. And when I hang out with person B over here, there's a different mixture vibrationally that's opening up space for me to get to know a different version of myself as well. And so it's through those different connections that I'm able to see more of myself. But when we're doing the same thing again and again, we're limited in getting to know ourselves. And this year is about getting to know yourself. This year is about admitting things to yourself that maybe before you didn't want to admit. It's about acknowledging things that maybe we weren't allowing space for ourselves to acknowledge. It's about getting in in alignment with the mission, living our purpose. And there's a lot of rude, rude awakenings. Like... If you feel like I know where I'm at right now isn't quite it, but I don't know what it is. So I don't know what action to take. You've got to just clear space. You've got to clear space. So there are things to, there's space for things to move in. 
And you've got to just start getting in the energy of, of new. So just put yourself out there and like do the thing. You know, I have been in this, in this space where I'm like, what is the, the new, the new thing though? And so I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to try different stuff. Like I'm just going to, I'm just going to try different stuff to shake, to move the energy a bit and something is going to pop. Um, but that's the thing is you're going to have to be brave enough to just try something different and you're going to have to get uncomfortable. But this is about going back to the heart, like really, really loving yourself, loving all aspects of yourself, getting to know all those different aspects of yourself, expressing them. And you're going to realize that when you are living your fullest expression, you attract in different people, you attract in different opportunities, you manifest quite, quite easily. And that's a very powerful thing. Did you know that 70 million Americans have chronic sleep issues? And 50% of Americans deal with sleep deprivation. And you know how numbers work. That is probably an underestimate. You've probably dealt with it at some point in your life. And I know that I have dealt with a lot of sleep issues in the past. And sleep has become a focus in my life more than ever before. One of my favorite brands of all time, Ned, recently released their new product, Shut Eye Chai, which might be my favorite sleep supplement of all time. It's a mellow super blend latte for sleep that combines adaptogens, aminos, functional mushrooms, and magnesium. The best ingredients out there, all in a heavenly masala chai inspired spiced body. You know, cinnamon, clove, ginger, so good. It's setting you up for amazing sleep. Plus it has ingredients like chaga, reishi, and ashwagandha, which are so nourishing for the body overall. This is so incredible for calming your nervous system. It is huge for manifestation. I've talked about so many times. It's all natural. All of the ingredients are ethically sourced. It's made from functional botanicals, fungi, herbs, plants, minerals, roots, and spices. You know, quality is everything. And Ned is fully transparent. They share their third-party lab reports on their website. They share who farms their products and their whole extraction process. Also FYI, Shut Eye Chai does not contain CBD, caffeine, melatonin, or dairy. Not only does the product itself help me get a really deep restful night's sleep, like my REM is actually, is actually going. I don't wake up in the middle of the night and I just feel so much clearer the next day because of it. The product itself is so incredible, but for me also just adding in this ritual before bed has been such a game changer because I realized how much I was just going, going, going and even my nighttime routine started to turn into like a to-do list and I didn't realize it. So I feel like I wasn't really slowing down until I got into bed. And this ritual has allowed me to really slow down, like take a breath, be really intentional, set some clear intentions before bed, ease into my evening routine. And that has done wonders for my nervous system and my overall sleep. I know for me, when my sleep isn't on point, I feel stressed out. I feel tired. My brain isn't working well, and I really can't do my job. My entire job is pretty much deep work. I have to be really focused and I hold space for a lot of people. So I need to really be energized, clear-headed, and rested. Ned helps me do that and allows me to show up as my best version of myself and do all the things that I want to do, create all of the content I want to create. I cannot tell you how much Ned products have changed my life. So if you want to discover how Shut Eye Chai can also revolutionize your sleep and get 15% off, use the code Christina. Just go to helloned.com slash Christina or enter the code Christina at checkout. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. And that will get you 15% off. Sweet dreams. Let me pull some cards. Uh, is that fine? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> you want to say anything while I'm shoveling? <laughs> They're just saying, uh, we want you to know it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Profound. That can be very profound. And do you believe it's going to be okay? Do you believe it's going to be okay? That's that's the defining thing. Okay. What do you need to know for this month? Healing. The healing card. Lighten your load. This person is carrying the entire world on their back. Those two go together and happiness with that beautiful blue butterfly so lighten your load releasing things the things that are feeling heavy start auditing your day 
am I truly excited about this? Does this bring me joy or does this not? Every single thing. And at least just write it down. What in my day-to-day is bringing me joy? What, What in my day today drained me? Ask yourself that and start auditing it, right? What am I doing that I could delegate to somebody else? What am I doing that I just don't want to do that doesn't have to get done? You know, this energy of simplification, it's like the process of simplifying is a whole process because it's like untangling this entire web of realizing where we have decided for ourselves that everything has to be so much more complicated than it is. And I'll say the deeper that I get into all my ish, I'm like, wow, we as humans have just created these ideas. Everything has to be so much more complicated than it is. I mean, I look at business, for example. We do, most people, not everybody, most people do what we do way more than we need to. We're just overcomplicating it. In friendships and relationships, we're overcomplicating it. In romantic relationships, everything's just overcomplicated. The things that we need, we think we need to do for family, for friends, where are we overcomplicating it? For our health, right? With with exercise and movement and eating and all of our daily biohacks. And it's like, where are we just overcomplicating it? Now, if we're adding more things because they genuinely bring us joy, great. But if we're adding more things because we think it has to be this 30-step process to feel okay, well, being a human shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> We've made it harder. Where can you lighten your load? Where can you give yourself some grace? This is about honoring what your heart is telling you and giving yourself that space for healing. And that's very much that green heart chakra energy. It's it's the healer. It's the teacher. Allowing teachers to come into your life. And there can be some very surprising people who end up being your teachers. It might teach you a lot about yourself and you were not expecting it. I'll tell you that. What else do we need to know for this month? <laughs> Stop making yourself wrong and shitting all over yourself. It's like you're resisting your healing. You're resisting taking time and space for yourself. You're resisting releasing things because you're saying it's because you don't want to let people down. You're saying because, well, I owe I owe them this or I'm locked in this or I have to I have to pay my employees or I have to like like what are the things you're saying you have to do? And instead of getting so trapped in and caught up in the reasons why you think you can't, what if you decided to see things from the space of finding a solution and you decided to see things from the space of, okay, what is the answer here? Instead of already deciding that I can't do it because X, Y, Z, where are you using other people as the scapegoat? This, this is the same thing that people do with money. Well, I can't because I don't have the money to. Well, then money, if money is always a very convenient excuse, then you're never going to make more money because you're always going to hide behind the money. It is, it is, it is bullshit. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> you know, sometimes the guys say things and I'm like trying to find another word. <laughs> Aries, it is bullshit to say you can't make changes you need to make to heal because of other people. If somebody was telling me they could not heal because of me, I would be so upset. I, w- I would be like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you, you, you are not obligated to me. Like what, wherever, if you're going to try and blame me or think that because I exist, you can't heal, then we need to talk about that because whatever needs to be done, like that's just not, that's just not the case. That's just not the case. <laughs> right? Like th- that's where there's like, that's not healthy if that's the relationship. And then I'm not feeling good, right? Because it's like, you don't use me as an excuse. I, I can't think of any example where that's been true. Um, trying to think. No, probably because I'm like, I'm probably the most like detached type of friend or person. I'm like, so yeah, I, I don't need to hear from you or talk to you. <laughs> that, that doesn't, that doesn't happen. But I can think of many uh, people in my life who I know are not focusing on their healing or their happiness because, well, I have to do this because 
you know, I've got to be there for all my friends. I need to be a good friend or I have to be there, you know, for my my partner or it's like, whoa, 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 let's have a conversation. You're not going to be able to be there fully for that person if you're feeling the way that you're feeling. And if that person actually loves you and they understand that you need to be focusing on your healing, they're going to support you and whatever you need to do for that. And if you actually brought this up, they'd probably be like, whoa, 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 I don't need all of that from you. Focus, Focus on your healing. The point is, it's bullshit to keep blaming other people and other things. If other people don't like when you start focusing on yourself and your healing, then that's that's just going to be highlighting for them where they are sourcing from you. And so it's actually better to shift the energy there than to keep that vibrational dynamic in your life because that needs to shift sooner rather than later. That's, that's still codependent. This still codependent, you know, and this is where we got to look at things from neutrality and we got to look at like the bigger picture. It's so, we think that, you know, I'm just going to keep doing this and grinding or like sacrificing myself so that these people, you know, I can, I, the company runs so these people can get paid or because, you know, my friend's going through a tough time and I'm the only person they have. What is that going to do in the long run? Is that going to lead to a lot of resentment on your end? Is that going to lead to your health completely falling apart? You know, something that I have learned on my journey that's been brought up again and again, like the guides throughout my life have just, you know, given me different examples of other people to learn from over my life prepared me for different aspects of my of my journey and my path and my mission and one of the big things that they have always ingrained in me through countless countless examples has been the number of miracle healers that die at relatively young ages because their bodies completely break down because they are so stressed out from holding space for so many people and they are focused so intensely on healing as many people as possible that their bodies can't handle it. And then what ends up happening is, you know, they transition earlier, their body can't handle it and they're gone sooner versus what would it have looked like for them to also take care of themselves and to maybe put some boundaries up, even saying no to certain people, finding easier ways to do things. Right. So there's just this balance um, that that we've got to look at of like, am I taking care of myself and what is it actually costing me to not? And I think that's really helpful to look at what actually motivates me. Like, what's the thing that would motivate me to make a shift in my life and actually prioritize myself? And you know what I'll say as Christina is I it always hits me in a really intense way. And it does not need to hit me in an intense way. I make that happen. I have historically made that happen because I'm so stubborn that I will push past. I will not listen to my body. I will not listen to my heart. I will, well, I'm better now. But like I have historically always just, you know, I'll put everybody else before me. I've got to do this. I'll keep grinding. Like I'm so focused on my goal, whatever it is. And because I'm not listening to all of the very loud signs that I know are there, then that means my body shuts down in really aggressive ways. It's usually my health. It's usually like I'm literally forced for this to happen. Sometimes for people, this happens with businesses falling apart or relationships falling apart. And I'm, I'm sharing that because we have to look at like what actually, what would actually motivate me? You know, like my higher self knows that if something's getting in the way of my business, then that shit motivates me to, it will change. Like the second I am, I realize that something's blocked in my business because of a certain relationship, at that point, I'm not, I'm releasing the relationship, just being honest. Like, like I know the things that motivate me. I would think about for you what the things are that, that actually motivate you, whether or not, you know, you think those are great or you're proud of them or whatever. It doesn't matter. Just being honest around, uh, if I knew this could happen, like, w- like what would motivate me? Because there's a really, some interesting stuff underneath there to, to dive into. And, uh, I feel like that's going to open up some answers for you about why certain things are blocked too, because maybe you haven't 
wanted to acknowledge for yourself that you're feeling stuck in this area. You're feeling like you have a plateau because of this relationship, because of your friends, because of this partner, uh, because the somebody in in the in your business, you're like whatever who's vibrationally not a match uh, because you're not taking care of yourself. And if, when you think about your body as the vessel, your body being the mirror uh, for all of the other energies going on, like your your body is the code, your body is telling you, is mirroring for you what's going on everywhere else. So I think it's hilarious when we think about, it's not it's not just you had to take care of yourself so you can show up for these people or for the business or the company or whatever. I tend to use those examples because I work primarily with, with entrepreneurs. I'm like, your, your body is literally just a metaphor showing you what the problem is. So when you're like not taking care of yourself and you're running on empty uh, and you're living on 10 cups of coffee a day and you're barely sleeping and you never have time for yourself, that's literally exactly what's happening with the business. And then you're going to ask me, you're wondering why you're not pulling in more money. When you change the way that you take care of your body, the energy of the business, the energy of the business will change too. And that actually opens up space for more to come in, whatever that's random, but, and that you can, you can use that, uh, energetic framework to apply to any area of your life. If you're not an entrepreneur, your career as well within certain projects. So all of the, it's when, it, that's what I love about energy. Like no matter what I say, you can take the vibrational skeleton of it essentially and apply it to everything else because it's all the same. Okay. What else for April? Wow. We are going places. I don't know where, I don't even know what I'm saying. Oh, uh, what do you know? What do you know? It's like I'm psychic. Clear the clutter. Selenite. Heal your heart. Really? Create your own luck. We've got that green adventuring. Are you taking action to create your own luck? So I'm talking about like taking action to actually shift the energy or are you just waiting for things to change? There's going to be an opportunity for you and you might have to create that opportunity, but there's an opportunity for you and it's through collaboration. And that might look like going to a business meeting, going to a networking event, uh, grabbing coffee with a friend, going to some healing thing, going out dancing with friends, travel. Like there's something around, they're literally showing me you, us, whatever, person one, (laughs) uh, and talking to person two, and it's somebody who's kind of new, and they're talking, and they're shaking hands, like, yeah, this is the deal, and the person's like, holy shit, that just happened, and this is what I'm talking about with create your own luck, like, you might need to reach out to the person, what can, can we do to shift the energy, it's, it's through, it's through another person, it's, it's even through spending time with a different type of person, and realizing, wow, this is possible, wow, I can have friendships like this, wow, I can, I'm listening to this person talk and they're so expansive. They're so embodied in in their authenticity. They honor their truth. They speak their truth. Like these are the shifting opportunities where we get to move into this stage where it's not just only looking at myself, but now I'm getting to look at myself more deeply through what gets pulled out of me or what gets revealed to me in my dynamics with other people. And recall your dreams. I had a wild (laughs) dream right now. I need to say in a probably a different podcast, but I actually want to say, I actually, yes, yes. Like sleeping astral realm, what's popping up because your subconscious is going to be showing you like what you got to know, pay attention to your feeling in your dream. Like write down your dream as soon as you can, or voice note it to yourself. If you wake up, you're all groggy. Set the intention before we go to sleep to remember your dreams. But think about how you felt in it. Like, did you feel alone? I was analyzing mine from last night this morning. I was like, I felt in the dream, what was going on was I felt completely alone. I felt scared. I felt like there was nobody I could trust. And everybody I tried to ask for help who I thought I could trust, as soon as I talked to them, I realized I couldn't trust them. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that's not good. So think about like how you're feeling and where that's, where that's showing up for you. But also think about who, who is popping up in your dreams? Uh, because I feel that the clue for who to quote unquote collaborate with, reach out to settings to go into. This is about, this is about 
hold on. They're, they're going too fast. <laughs> because it's hard for me to communicate the stream of everything that they're saying at the same time. Imagine 300 conversations in her head at once that are going a million miles a minute. And I'm here just trying to distill it down. Back up. The clues as to what to go into, the person to reach out to, the event to go to, like what to explore more. Even, you know, a lot of people find my content because I came to them in a dream. And if you're, especially if you're in the membership, if you're in the membership, you can pretty much always uh, ask me to give you answers in your dreams. I will will probably visit you and, and give you some insight. That's part of the magic of being in the channel collective. You've got, you've got some access right? (laughs) So recall your dreams because there's going to be clues for you there. Like who's popping up in your dreams? Like who you're thinking about? Maybe you should reach out to them, see what's going on. Uh, But what was the other thing? Okay. But this is also about like your dreams when you were young. And how you, like, recall your dreams or even from last year. Like, how do you, what are your dreams of how you want to feel in your life? What did you want to be? And I feel like, I feel like maybe you've forgotten because you've gotten so used to what you're familiar with and what you're picking, like, when you're picking from, when you're deciding, oh, what do I want to anchor into? What do I want to manifest? What would I like for my life? You're choosing from, like, what you know or what you're comfortable with or what, would be easy. Like, so here's the example. Let's say I've got to make a shift in my life. Let's say I want to make a shift in my business. And so I'm looking at my business and I'm thinking, should I offer another program? Should I open up this? Maybe I do a certification here. Uh, how Maybe this type of content there. Maybe I should start going on this platform. Like, And so I'm trying to make a shift within my business within the realm of what I know of business. But what if the shift I have to make when I actually tune into and I open up the space for, what are the dreams that I'm afraid to admit to myself? What would feel really good? The shift that needs to be made might be that the entire business has to get scratched and a completely different thing has to come forward. And I feel like that's going to be really relevant for a lot of people. It's actually a brand new thing. And so what we're going to bump up against is, it's, it's like, shit, I can't do all that myself. Like, I don't even want to admit to myself, I want to, I, I want to close this up. So first we've got to face, what does it feel like? What does it feel like to admit? Like, I want to close this up. And are you deciding that means that you failed because you didn't fail? Look, we have chapters in our lives. I mean, this is something that's so hard to get people to understand sometimes, but you know, people will be really upset that, you know, they're closing up a business, they're hanging on to it. And it's like, you know what? It was a beautiful thing and an ending doesn't mean it was bad or wasn't worth your time. It just, it was a chapter, but maybe now you want a completely different life. Maybe now you want to go make, you know, build a ranch in the middle of the forest. That's not where you build ranches, but whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, are you going to allow yourself to step into this new chapter? And what's interesting is a lot of times people will think about their future and where they want to end up. It's a totally different lifestyle. It's often like not, it's not just like one little iteration of their current lifestyle. It's often like a totally different thing. Like they're living in a different area. It's a different vibe. They're wearing different clothes. They're spending their days totally different. And the question is like, when do you think that's going to come? Do you think that you're just going to keep doing the same thing and one day you're going to wake up and like going to be plopped into an alternate reality? I mean, that can happen, but unlikely (laughs) because growth. It's what is the point where I'm like, shit, I'm just going to have to like this thing that's been so core to who I am and how I spend all my days. Like, what if I actually just don't want to do this anymore? So this coming to peace with what we're just eh about. And then also allowing ourselves to admit, wait, what if my dream is this totally other different thing? And like, maybe I'm trying to make both work, but like maybe they can't both work at the same time. Maybe they can. But also, what if I'm not allowing myself to admit I want to move over here into this new direction because it feels like a drag and it feels like a shit ton of work and I don't want to do it myself. Well, guess what? What if you don't have to do it yourself? Wouldn't that be fun? That's the whole point. 
of, right now of people coming in who can support you and actually create this faster launch pad for you of just delivering you the support. You know, I think about even like building businesses or building diff- building different companies. And I think about like at the beginning, the way I would approach things I've built and it was just a lot harder. And nowadays I think about like, if I'm going to start a new company, it's very fast. It's like, okay, I'm going to hire this person, this person, and this person. <laughs> Great. Uh, and the first time I did it, it was like this whole ordeal. So what if it doesn't have to be this whole ordeal? And what if people come to you and they're like, here's the opportunity. You could just step into it. And what if it gets to be a lot easier? But where are you not allowing yourself to even admit what you really want? Because you think it's going to be a drag. You think it's going to be a lot of work or you're worried about letting people down. You're worried about about becoming a true version of you. And people think that, you know, people think, let's say they have a career that they've attached their identity to and they lose that career. This happens a lot with athletes. It's become their whole life, right? Or with entrepreneurs, it's become their whole life. And they feel like they lost themselves because maybe they got injured and they can't play anymore or you know, the, the company was sold or closed up or whatever. And they're like, who am I? Like, I feel like I just lost a piece of myself because they attached their identity to it. But like, what if you didn't just lose a piece of yourself? What if you actually just opened up space for the truth of who you are to be finally expressed? So you could see things from a very different lens. Hmm. Does that feel complete? One more thing. (laughs) That feels very complete for me. What's one more thing? This time around, once you allow yourself to acknowledge what it is you want to manifest, what it is you want to create, you've got to let yourself move past logistics. Don't limit your dreams, your manifestations based on logistics. That's not important. Just let yourself Lean into the desire and admit the desire. Acknowledge the desire. Hold the desire. Bring it to light. Move past logistics. This time around, allow the divine to support you. This time around, it's going to feel a lot more magical. It's going to feel a lot more synchronistic. And this is what what uh, what they were saying in connection to the dreams that I forgot because I said it too fast. They're bringing it back around. The divine is, is right there and they actually can just align you with a stream of synchronicities, but it requires you to be listening, to follow those intuitive nudges, to go one step at a time and to allow yourself to, to receive that divine support, which means allowing things to be easier. Because if you've decided that it has to be difficult, you have to work really hard, or it has to be this whole ordeal, you just blocked off the synchronicity. So can you let it be easier for yourself? So this, the new endeavor, the new, the new path, this could be a new romantic relationship. This could be new friendships. This could be a a new stage of your business, a completely different business. It could be a new anything. Wherever you felt like, oh, it's going to be so much work. I mean, how many people just quit dating because they're like, oh my God, I cannot have this conversation about who I am one more time, right? (laughs) It's like a drag. Allow yourself to just bypass that through divine synchronicity. Like just hold the actual desire and trust that when you allow the divine to support you, you can, you can let it happen magically, miraculously. And all of the hard sludgy part, you could actually just kind of skip over it. You can let the divine worry about the logistics, but you have to be willing to listen to your intuition and do things that are different for you. Go to places that are different for you. Speak to people that are different for you. Spend more time with yourself. Prioritizing what makes you happy. Simple as that. And the more you prioritize what makes you happy, the more magnetic you become. The easier it is for people, things that are meant for you to find you. So prioritize your happiness. Prioritize your healing. Hold your desire and everything else will sort itself out. Love that. Love that for April. Now we're complete. So if you enjoy this, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to social media, tag me, 
at Christina the channel and tag the podcast page at Christina the channel podcast. It always means the world when you guys share the episodes. It really helps us to grow our community. And whenever you leave an iTunes rating and review, or I guess Apple Podcasts, now that always means the world to me. I go back and read those to bright my day. So thank you, thank you, thank you. That is the best way to support the show me and the team behind it so I really appreciate appreciate all of you listening in thanks for listening in today thanks for all the support and love and I can't wait to see what shifts for you this April let me know it's gonna be fun all right that's it for today have an amazing rest of your day have an amazing April and I'll chat with you again very soon